the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. We all have developer horror stories from language barriers to bad code to developing on time. That's why I recommend using b7dev.com. They're affordable, fast, and more importantly, trustworthy. Go to b7dev.com. GamesBoost 42 helps you increase your revenue and grow faster without investors and publishers. Get access to your app store revenues faster and more importantly, keep 100% control of your company. Learn more at GamesBoost42.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, and welcome to part four of this YouTube series where we talk about how do you take your app idea and put it into a startup and then finally get some success for that idea that's been swirling around in your head for some time. And in part four, we're going to talk all about all the mistakes that you need to avoid when launching your app. And with me, like for the entire series, he is the man from B7Dev. Go check him out if you're looking to develop your app. The website is b7dev.com. Heim, welcome to part four. We made it. Yeah, that's great. We got to the end. So, I yeah. love doing these YouTube live series. I mean, part one, we talked all about all the things that you got to do before building it. How do you, Part two, building it. Part three, how do you hire it? And finally, we're going to talk about finally launching your app. All right, Heim, the first thing I want to really cover is that soft launch and pre-order. Is there anything that you want to cover with the soft launch? Yeah. Today, you have today. I mean, always with apps, you have ways to do closed betas, okay? You don't need to launch directly to the market before you can actually uh, send to several family and friends or colleagues, etc., to test and to, to receive after you already have this app, it's your baby. You need to get uh, the most feedback that you can before you actually launch to the market, okay? So you have tools a, let's name a, a few. So you have a, the classic one is a test flight for both iOS and today for Android that you can they, uh, send to limited number of phones. I think that up to 100, you have uh, up to 100 devices. You have uh, the, 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 the annoying thing uh, or the cumbersome uh, thing is that you need to get the identifier, what is called the UID for each number. Okay, you have uh, some other similar systems, uh, Crashlytics and etc. that you need to get only their email. Okay, the email for the Apple user or the, uh, uh, the Android user, they have on that account and they will get a version. Okay, in this way, you get feedback in a safe environment, in, in a sandbox, let's call it by this, and then you won't be exposed to bad reviews to problems, to, to crashes during the real launch, okay? Uh, so it's a closed beta. Maybe, uh, uh, Steve, you can tell me more about the soft launch that yeah. you expect on, okay? Well, Heim, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought test flight, you can now send a link out and then they can get the app that way. And you don't necessarily you, need all that stuff anymore. You need for test flight, you need the UID or the, the Apple user, uh, and then they will get an email from the system telling you got this version to test, okay? It's not that you go to the app store or the 
the, no, the, I thought they had a link available uh, within test uh, flight. Yeah, a download link. Okay. Yeah. So then they can contact you directly. This is not working. This has crashed. I don't like this. I don't understand that, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Okay. Cool. So what I want to talk about with the soft launch thing, I think it's so critical. And I think one of the biggest mistakes I see active creators make is they're like, Hey, I've got an app, Steve. And I'm like, duh, you probably do. That's why you're talking to me. But it's like, let me show it. And even if, and I did this with a, a couple of students that I'm mentoring where we, I was like, Hey, don't, don't show me how to go around your app. Like they just had an envision I'm or Figma. And I was like, let me try clicking around. And even then that's enough data for you to see to where they're tapping, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to swipe? Because too many times I see app developers, they go, hey guys, I got this app. Let me show you how to do this. You tap here, you tap here. I'm like, you already know how to use your app. Let somebody else kind of figure out how to use your app. And so even if you can get somebody at a coffee shop, these days it might be a little bit harder, but even if you can watch somebody else use your app, that is very valuable feedback. And one of the platforms I've used too, and to get these early beta test users is user testing. And I've got a video that I'm about to shoot where we're going to, I'm going to react to somebody doing a beta testing, user, te user testing. And the critical questions I asked them were, do you understand what the app does? I want them to understand it. Do you, under, do you know how to buy? That's a critical mistake. And we're going to cover that too. And then also, do you know what you're getting if you buy, right? Because I want to understand. And with the value of a user testing.com is somebody is using your app and then talking over it and being like, okay, blah, 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 blah. And just kind of saying, look, I think this is confusing. And I think this is here. And then you can ask them any other questions. And the last thing I ask them is what's stopping you from buying? So you can get users that say, hey, you're looking for, and this is my app, a sleep sounds app to help you fall asleep faster. What's preventing you from buying? And I want to understand that because all this I can then utilize in my marketing and in my UX UI to then say, oh, you want to fall asleep faster, or I don't want to buy because I don't want to pay for something like this. I can do YouTube, right? So you want to start understanding the user a little bit there. Yeah. Let's, re, let's remind the, 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 the watchers what UI and UX means. UI, the user interface are those screens, okay? The way that they are built to let the user uh, intuitively understand what the app is about, how you need to navigate, to move from a screen to a screen, from action to action, okay? Should be really, really, really natural for a user to understand what is going on. The UX is for user experience that includes some other factors that's, that it, the meaning is how the user feels, what is the sensation after using the app, time for processes, okay? The, 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 um, the sensation that he get understanding the idea, okay? Simplifying the processes for navigation. So it, they are very much interrelated between them, but yet uh, uh, they are very, very, very uh, used for uh, improving the whole process. That may sound really exotic, but it's very simple, okay? What the rule number one of usability says is don't make the user think. If you need to explain how the app works, that means basically you think the user won't understand in the first side how the app works. Okay, so let's do the opposite process. Okay, think beforehand 
how the user will understand what you, you meant to be, what you want the user to do and guide him through the whole process, all the screens, okay? Uh, based on common patterns. What is common patterns? For a login screen, my classical example is two fields, okay, one button, login with this, okay? And telling the user, okay, you did it right or did it wrong, okay, what is next? So you need the user to understand by himself what the app does, okay? If you need to explain, forget about that. No one will understand that. If you think that your app is too hard for anyone to understand, go back to the design, consult with someone that knows how to simplify things, okay? Because today, everyone is simplifying the processes, simplifying the, the, the interface for the user. We are not in, in in, in the 80s anymore, okay? When you need a master to understand something simple, okay? So ask to someone that knows about this, a designer that knows about usability, the, the letters U, I, U, X should be an indicative that this guy knows how to simplify the whole process. You don't need to go crazy about this. Just make it simpler, okay? The rule is the less elements you have on the screen, the better for the user, okay? Look at the iPhone. The iPhone is a masterpiece of usability, just one button. And you know, you can do everything in just one button, okay? So this is usability. If you, and then didn't explain to anyone what they need to do the first time you see an iPhone or an iPad, or you know, the, the, the other eyes that you have there, iWatch and, and, and the music, et cetera, okay? So the, the, the key here is don't make the people think, try to, put yourself in their shoes. In the worst case, ask your family, okay, this is a closed beta. Do you understand what the app does? Do you understand how you do to buy something here? Okay, as Steve does. In the technical side, I can add something more interesting. You have a lot of free libraries, free SDKs for analytics. Okay, so if you can put analytics, paper it strategically all around the application, you can track on the analytics how many of those users go to from point A to point B, how many users cross this screen, how many users go to the buy screen, how many users tap on the buy, or what offer from all the possibilities they tap, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, you have this is for free. You can add it when you design the app, you can ask it. For the for the developer, please put the analytics here, here, and there. Um, do you have a recommendation I, for the analytics tool? That you have a lot of a lot of uh, uh, free systems. You have Firebase. You have a mixed panel. You have I don't know. You name it. I mean, I don't want you to forget. This, but yeah. Well, I mean, I just thought like let's just recommend rather than giving them so many <laughs> options. I think Firebase is probably the more the gold standard right now, and it's free, and you can pay for it, and that's what we use internally too. And I'm glad you brought that up. And I think it's so critical. What you said is, Hey, let's not, if you confuse, you lose. And I love that saying, and you don't want to make it hard for the user to do that one thing that you need them to do within your app. And the next thing I want to cover too, is it's never too early to monetize people launch like, Oh, let me, let me get them to use my app a little bit more. What's very crucial is that there's a stat and I might be saying the wrong stat, but about 80% of the people don't come back to your app after first open, right? You'll lose them. They open it once and they're gone. 
forever, right? And so I think it's critical that you try to monetize. You sh- During that onboarding experience, you try to show them the pricing page, how you can buy, because it then tells the user, hey, I have a premium value, especially if you're a subscription app. I have a premium value behind this app. If you want to buy, we've seen people actually buy right during the onboarding process. But if they don't, at least they know. If you go to Heim's website, B7Dev, we go to my site, what do we will have? We will have call to actions, contact us or get free training. We'll have some call to action, but yet app developers tend to hide their call to action, which is technically to buy or do that one thing within their app. So make sure that you try to monetize right off the bat because we as app developers, we have a very short window of time before we eventually lose the app. If you look at day seven retention, day 30 retention, it all goes downhill as you get further on in the retention cycle. Yeah, basically, you can tell me by yourself, how many applications do you have in your phone? I mean, how many millions of applications are around there? And how many applications, applications, sorry, you use, actually use in your phone? The idea is simple. This one idea that you want to, to, to transmit on uh, or the, the one problem you want to solve or the one game you want to play on this app, do it and then monetize, okay? Because everyone knows that you are there to earn money. It's not for free, okay? There are free apps, okay? But eventually they will monetize. Don't be shy to monetize because otherwise you, I mean, there is a legend that says that in technology, you can put a lot of free features and free contents and then you eventually one day you will monetize, you can lose money forever. No, it's not true. I mean, in this case, your data is the product they are earning. It's not the money, your money they want, they want your data, okay? We know Facebook, Google, etc. cetera. They, they let you do a lot of things for free. But if it's not your case, it's not that you are that big shark doing that. So go monetize as soon as possible, okay? Because they understand that you have, and as you say, Steve, uh, you have, usually you have just one shot for doing this. You don't have all the life. The app won't be there all the time on the phone. And the last thing I wanna to cover too, concerning the app launch, there's so many things that people talk to me about. It's like, what are the, all the marketing activities? And I have a video that I'll link up where we talk about, we break down all the activities, what you can control, what you suggest. What I would say at a macro level for this YouTube series is don't try to go too big too soon. Like I get it if you're a social network, even you know Facebook started just at Harvard, right? If you're a dating app, you gotta start somewhere, start somewhere small and concise. And if you're a subscription-based app, it's okay, slow and steady, builds it. There's been a lot of apps that want to like pour so much money into marketing and all that stuff. And I've got clients who have money, they have, they've fundraised and they're like, let's, let's put a big budget. I'm like, no, 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 hold on. How would a big game developer do this? How would a big app company do this? They would soft launch in a different country. They want to run some Facebook ads. What does the retention look like? What does the LTV look like? And before they do a massive worldwide launch. So I always say slow and steady is better than a humongous app launch. Even if you have the budget, you want to test that everything is syncing up first and foremost, and everything is working just like you imagine it before you pour more marketing dollars. We have all these stories of like Quibi is the most recent one, right? Raised billions of dollars, but yet had to shut down. And 
you know, they went all in. Sometimes it's okay. There was another company that I forget what the name was, but they raised like 40, $60 million before they even launched. And they eventually had to shut down. So you don't want to be one of these. And I've worked with bigger clients who take it really systematically about soft launching in a different country, usually the Nordic countries, running some ads, really testing their LTVs, really testing their playabilities, making sure everything is working before they pour millions of dollars into their app launch. As we started this series with this idea, create a company, not an app. It's an ever moving, ever going process. You need to test what is working, discard what is not working and then improve. The money that you need to invest, you need to invest when you have a clear idea how it works, okay? The way that the app works best, the ads that they have, uh, that work best, Etc. Etc. It's not that you launch. I mean, the idea of you get this idea, you develop a simple, simple thing without investing too much, thinking about this, and then getting rich is just it's just a fantasy. Okay. Behind every company that did something, you name it. I mean, I I dare you to tell me who in the industry first time launched something without no experience, without no mistakes, without no experience, did it and made it rich. I don't know anyone that did it in this way. I know a lot of people that are starting doing things, learning from the errors, trying again, 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 improving over time. And then someday they find that they made it big or they made it some profitable product, okay? Because this is about learning this is about improving over time and not just one shot, okay? Uh, this is my advice to anyone that wants to start creating an app, okay? Take it with time. Don't invest everything on it. Just start doing something solid and grow for that. The, 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 the key word here is growing from something, okay? Yeah. I love it, I'm Yeah, every... Every developer that I know, Haim, has the same story of their first launch, their first app that they made. They thought, hey, I'm going to launch this app. I'm going to be a millionaire overnight. It's going to get thousands of downloads. And usually it's people like us who have stuck in this game for a long time. That's like, it's our fifth app. It's our seventh app that actually takes off and really makes the money that we thought we were going to make with that first app. Haim, anything we missed that you want to make sure we cover? No, no, that, that is everything. Just for you to know a last, last thing about this, if you go to a professional venture capitalist, someone that invests millions on your idea, when they like your idea or they like the product that you have, the first thing they will ask you is what you did before this. Okay, they want to know what is the process that took you from zero to get in front of them pitching your idea. Okay, they want to know if you learn from mistakes. Okay, so the idea is improving over time and not the, this fantasy is not something that really happens. Yeah, I love it. The one metric that I think you guys should focus on that note with investors, everybody's just gonna look at this. It's retention. Think about retention, monetization. Don't always think about you need more and more downloads. That's the biggest fallacy, fallacy is the right word. Yeah. Fallacy that I experience is like, hey, I need more downloads. And we have a lot of case studies who've 
you know, 17x their revenues from what went from a dollar a day to $17 a day with no additional downloads, with just 50 downloads a day. And that's how we're able to see such a huge improvement. And we've got plenty of clients that have done the same 46% increase in revenue per download just by not increasing their down the downloads, but really optimizing the product. Well, I'm thank you for joining me in this YouTube four part YouTube series about how to create an app startup. If you guys have any comments, leave it into the YouTube comments or just email me steve at masters.co and let me know what you thought of this. But if you want to go check out Haim and his stuff and you have this app idea, now that you follow this whole entire series, you're not going to avoid any of these critical mistakes that Haim and I talked about. Go check out b7dev.com, b7dev.com. Haim, do you want to send the user anywhere else? Yeah, my email is Haim at b7dev.com, C-H-A-I-M at B, the letter B as in banana, the number seven, div as development.com, or you can look after my name on LinkedIn or Facebook, okay? You can contact me by this, or you can go to our website, b7dev.com, and then you will have a contact form. So feel free to contact me for any inquiry. I'm happy to help you with anything that uh, we can uh, do for this industry. Haim is everywhere. So if you wanna reach him, you can find him anywhere, but I would recommend just going out, go to the website, b7dev.com. Haim, thank you so much for coming on doing this. Thank you, Steve. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you on the next video. Bye. Thanks for listening to the App Masters Podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.